Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. New thinking, new possibilities. Hello and welcome to a brand new AutoLine Daily. I'm Sean McElroy filling in for John today, but now let's look at the day's top stories. Last month, sales in the U.S. market were pretty good, but maybe showing some signs of softening. Total sales came to nearly 1.4 million units, which is pretty good, but the SAR came in just below 16 million, which is less than it was in March. These numbers come from Wards, which reports on a daily selling rate basis. And since there was one more selling day in this year's April, the numbers may look different than some other reports you may have seen. The biggest gainers include Mitsubishi, which has been showing signs of life lately. Then comes Subaru, no surprise there. And then Jaguar Land Rover, Nissan, and Fiat Chrysler. The biggest losers were, well looky here, Tesla down 7%. Then came Ford, Honda, BMW, and Volvo. As a standalone brand, Volkswagen was actually down the most, but if you add in sales from the rest of the group, Audi and Porsche, then the group's sales were up. In fact, Audi outsold Cadillac for only the eighth time in history. But overall, General Motors must be pretty happy. Its sales were up, while Ford's and Honda's were down. So it's safe to say this ignition switch recall is having zero effect on GM sales. The Chevy Silverado also outsold the Ram pickup. But Chevy can't pat itself on the back just yet, because while Silverado sales were up more than 4% compared to a year ago, the Ram was up 10%. We'll have more reports in the days to come, because there are other interesting developments that we can read into these numbers. Last month, former Hyundai Motors America president and CEO, John Kraftcheck joined the board of directors of TrueCar, and he's already been promoted. Yesterday, the company announced that Kraftcheck is the new president of TrueCar. The company is getting set to begin an IPO, so it's not too surprising that it wants to have someone with experience running the company. With Toyota gearing up to release a fuel cell-powered vehicle in California next year, the automaker has announced it's helping to develop a hydrogen refueling network in the state. Toyota is teaming with First Element Fuel, which is run by former GM marketing chief Joel Lewanek. The California Energy Commission is providing grants that will help open 28 new stations, of which First Element will handle the operation and maintenance of 19 of them. The state had also announced a $200 million program last year that aims to add 100 hydrogen stations over the next decade. You know, some people may find it unfair or even deceptive that some automakers will only display the highest miles per gallon rating in their ads. But now the Federal Trade Commission is looking to revise its 40-year-old guidelines that govern fuel economy claims. It wants automakers to specify whether the rating is city, highway, or combined in their ads. The FTC is taking comments on the possible change, but they must be received by July 10th. And I say, let's get those comments in there to get this thing changed, because despite the fact that consumers should be checking the MPG claims on their own, it's a good thing that automakers are as transparent as possible. Earlier this week, Google announced it's making progress with its autonomous vehicle efforts, and now Volvo is doing the same. The company is testing a feature it calls Autopilots on the streets of Gothenburg, Sweden, 
and will eventually have 100 test cars driving on 50 kilometers of selected roads around the city. The cars are not fully autonomous, but they are capable of speed adaption, staying in the proper lane, and merging into traffic. Coming up next, a look at how new lightweight materials will affect vehicle repairs. Here's one of the great things about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. Excellent traction! Do you need a ladder? Yes, I do. Okay. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Automakers are scrambling to meet new fuel economy standards. So far, they've focused on improving the powertrain, but now they're starting to turn their attention to lightweight materials. And that's the topic on AutoLine this week. In the following clip, our panel of experts discuss how lightweight materials will affect vehicle repairs. Well, um, you know, I, th I think the key thing is, is the, the focus on, you know, design for repairability, design for affordability, quite frankly. You know, uh, a vehicle needs to be affordable to be repaired because otherwise that cascades to cost to insure, right? You know, so um, I think that uh, as an industry, we have the wherewithal to get that, you know, proper information and the proper approach to getting all that done. You know, it's just a matter of, of making that happen on the execution of the product development process and then the execution of the service strategy. And, uh, you yeah. know. So that's what, that's what we're focused on, that's what we do. But I think right, wrong, or indifferent, you know, the days of the simple repair, you know, on the, on the car body are just gone. It's, you know, the, these designs are getting optimized with yeah. multiple materials, you know, right. attached uh, together and very right. sophisticated joining methods. Yeah. It's just, uh, th things are just getting more complicated right. to repair. Tad always says there's mosaic of materials, I don't want to steal his line, and that's what it is. It's like the best material for the job and the best connectivity method for the job. Right. And, and for all the way through from manufacturing it in the plant, affordable, and then servicing it. So Yeah, so the trick from a service perspective is that, you know, vehicles were for a very long time mild steel, right? And when you look at a vehicle today, you can't really tell what's going on under the skins, right. okay? And um, so if the industry approaches that repair the way that they have for years, that's not a good approach, okay? The, each vehicle, you talk like Honda, for example, they don't embrace adhesives. There's a variety of different joining technologies. There's a complexity of metals that are in the vehicles today. It's not just aluminum, it's not just steel. There's magnesium, uh, there's carbon fiber being introduced. There's all sorts of stuff, right? And, you know, so the trick is that it's vehicle specific. You know, you need to know exactly what's in that vehicle uh, when it goes into the shop because if you put heat to the wrong spot, it could destroy the uh, integrity of the vehicle. And you may not even know it. And, it would not be and, visible. That's right. And you wouldn't even know it. It could go back out down the street. So and you that's have not, to have that training. Thing. Right. So, you know, our whole, our whole deal is about complete and safe quality repairs for the ultimate benefit of the consumer. And that's why we're here. So. I think there have been some predictions, too, that you'll see the, the further consolidation in these body repair operations, right? Because as the sophistication, higher sophistication is required to do these repairs, you know, you'll have, you, you know, you'll have, uh, you'll have these, uh, these body shops sort of need yeah. to invest in this, in this uh, equipment to do the repairs. Well, I Won't think, be a shade tree kind of operation. Yeah, I think the investment needs to be there. You know, that doesn't necessarily require a large network of, of uh, you know, they call them MSOs in our industry, multi-shop operators. And uh, it, it could be an independent shop, but, you know, they've made the commitment to the learning culture. They've made the commitment to the equipment. And, uh, you know, that's what it's going to take in the future. Joining John for that discussion is Ed Moss, who engineers body structures for the Chevrolet Corvette, Randall Sheps, the marketing director at Alcoa, and John Van Alstein, 
the CEO of an organization called ICAR. As always, you can watch that entire show right now on our website, Autoline.tv. But that's a wrap for today's episode. Thanks for watching and have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.